0: To Still Buffering, a Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McEroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl.
1: Welcome to this evening recording, sisters. Another
0: <laughs> special late night session. <laughs> I'm Still Buffering. The late night session. I mean Yeah, it- this
1: is my fault. I got um, I I think I ate some bad Mother's Day sushi.
0: Oh, that'll get you every time. It's pretty ironic. The two people that wanted sushi on Mother's Day were the two mothers in our family, Sydney and Mom. And they were the two that got sick.
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Sh- oh, that was really fast. I hate to say it was the sushi. I did throw uh, away the leftover this morning. It's probably for the best. Which, before anybody gives me a hard time about throwing out leftover food, <laughs> like I did last week, I think it may have made me sick, guys. Okay? I, I like to do the, like, the... the, the- test retest situation when it comes to throwing out food that maybe made me sick I, I'll just go at it one Try more it again. time <laughs> just to see just to make sure because if it doesn't make you sick again you just got food that is basically free psychologically in some way but if it does make you sick again then you're the person <laughs> who got food poisoning <laughs> from food you ate suspected it gave you food poisoning and then ate it again, ate it again. <laughs> hey f- fool me twice you, you better not fool me is that how that quote goes <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how George W. Bush said it. <laughs> I think so.
0: <laughs> Guys, it's really late. I'm a sleepy girl.
1: Oh yes. I know, I know. This is I don't know how you're gonna pull this off, Riley.
0: It's almost ten o'clock and we just started. We're gonna be here till eleven. I I'm but I'm gonna fall asleep halfway through. We're gonna have to weekend at Bernie's Riley through the rest of this <laughs> podcast. That's <laughs> so pretty hard to do on an audio recording. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we'll figure something out. Throw our voices. One of you must
0: do a really good Riley impression. Go.
1: Uh, Hi, I'm Riley. <laughs> uh, I'm so tired, and bronzer. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. I used to do a pretty good. That whenever you saw Charlie, you would always go puddle.
0: Yeah, and that was pretty good. Mm. Puddle. Yeah, but now whenever you call her anything other than Charlie Gale, she gets mad at you. So I don't yeah. anymore. No, I, um, I'm Charlie Gale.
1: <laughs> I don't think that'll be a very good fill either. Is any Riley should come, I just go puddle, puddle. <laughs> Riley had a one track mind in this episode. <laughs> uh, you, you okay, Riley? <laughs> Charlie's asleep. I miss her. Just puddle. <laughs> well, don't shout it too loud. I know. She I don't is upstairs. Wake her up. <laughs>
0: She'll hear it in the middle of her sleep Go. No, it's Charlie Gale.
1: She, I, I know we need to talk about other things, but can I tell you, while I was trying to put her to sleep tonight, she said, she pointed above my head out of nowhere, she was laying there in my arms kind of half, half dozing, and she went, look, mommy, pink ghosts. <laughs> good, good. Uh, no, what? What? No. <laughs> she said, look. Pink ghosties. Hi, pink ghosties. Look, there they are. And then she went into this weird tangent where she was like, Look, and now there are poop ghosties and pee ghosties. Look, they're floating. They're like lollipops. All my stinky things. All lo- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to grab a pee one. You grab a poo one. And I said, We're not grabbing anything. You're going to bed now. Lay down. <laughs> I don't know what happened. She, she gifted with the ability to see the ghosts of her poops past. That's what I was imagining. <laughs> she had just she had just pooped in the potty. Like,
0: oh look at all those things I just got. Which right is out. still
1: like a major accomplishment right yeah. now. So I was I was thinking like she's imagining her poop now being gone and like a ghost. Yeah. She is very proud
0: of her poops in the potty. That, that's yeah. like
1: some late night Tumblr stuff. Guys, guys.
0: What if our poops have ghosts? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a tumblr is all just two-year-olds it is
0: <laughs> that's what you didn't know this is what happens we turn into late night tumblr here on the still whenever <laughs> we get too late in the day talk about poop ghosts and at, at 3 a.m this becomes reddit so watch out We got not to get this wrapped we can't make this a five-hour episode
1: <laughs> No, I don't think it need, I don't think it will take us 5 hours to talk about uh what we're going to what we're going to talk about this week. What is that we're talking about, Sydney? It's it's a fact of life for many of us. Um let's talk I wanted us to talk about surfing the crimson wave. What what what? <laughs> yeah, like c- c- you know. catching that red tide. What? <laughs> 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 that was worse. <laughs> <laughs> you could have gone, gone with your monthly visit, Aunt, from, Aunt when Aunt, Aunt Flo, Flo grabs her yeah. boogie board and uh, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> something about periods, <laughs> periods when you bleed Catches those gnarly scarlet tides. Ew, that wasn't a great thing. It was. I don't think I don't think there's anything gross about periods. I do think when you start to talk about. Oceans like a, a body ocean of water, euphemisms for periods. Yes, yeah, sized amount of of blood, whatever it's coming from, it worries me. I mm-hmm. think that's what puts me off. Well, I, I'm kind you of because that much blood should never be coming from the human body. Right. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's like like you know for as much like disgust as seems to be culturally surrounding this very natural thing, it's like a half cup of blood maybe. Like that's like a heavy period, half a cup. Yeah. You can't even bake with that. It's half a cup.
0: (laughs) What are you baking?
1: I mean, I'm sure that there's some sort of weird old superstition that that assumed that that was that was a useful ingredient. I don't know. There is actually. We've done a whole (laughs) sawbones. You were right. People drinking blood and menstrual blood was among that. So we won't go down that. Vampires is what you're talking about. No, Uh, humans. We also ate mummies. Listen to my other podcast. It's all there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the Sydney's weekly promo. I'm just saying. For her I'm other podcast.
1: Uh, no, but I, I, I know what you're saying. Like, it's not, it's such a, um, I've never understood the disgust about the menstrual cycle. Like, it's just blood, whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, nobody, nobody enjoys, I think y- you could say that there are, Okay, not nobody, but there are not a lot of people who enjoy seeing blood. who yeah, are like, thrilled about it, like, yay, n- bleeding. I beg to differ cuz this, you know, in a culture that loves a Tarantino movie, we are disgusted by a woman talking about her period. Like, come on, that's a that's a crazy double standard. <laughs> now, that's a that's a good point. That's a good point. We may not say we love to see blood, but we do like like gore, violence, bloodshed. In mo- well we many like, people
0: not everybody obviously yeah. but, but many people do enjoy that we like this new season of walking dead where all the gross colors come out of all the zombies i don't know what they are what liquids these <laughs> yeah. are supposed to be but they just keep getting grosser but we can't talk about blood no we right.
1: we, we love blood and we love sex but when it, uh you know like like involved in like you know our sexual organs. And then there's blood. Oh no 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 no! no, The roads can't, can't cross the streams. Like, no, it's kind of crazy. very upset by this now. <laughs> Don't cross the streams! Cross the streams! I I remember it being when I was a teenager something that um, I looked forward to happening because it felt like a big deal with like growing up. Like once you got your period, like you're on your way to grown-up town. And <laughs> you're riding that crimson wave to a grown-up town exactly and it felt like a cool thing in that regard like now i'm in with the in crowd you know <laughs> the tampon crowd <laughs> not the tampon crowd there was pads at first let's be honest pad but the pad crowd the pad crowd that doesn't sound. <laughs> Not the good. bad crowd, the pad crowd. <laughs> no, I don't run with the bad crowd. I run with the the pad crowd, the pads with wings crowd. Please, <laughs> just walk into school with a utility belt of like tampons and pads. Like guys, I'm one of you. <laughs> Guess
0: I, what happened? <laughs> I will say, uh, my my very first period is the kind of a sad story because I was in ninth grade and I never used the bathrooms at school before because they were gross and I was slightly terrified of them. <laughs> And it was right after my first period, of the, not my first period, my first class period of the day. <laughs> and I, I was like, I feel like I peed my pants, but I don't think I peed my pants. I'm just going to go to the bathroom real quick. And forgetting that I had my phone in my back pocket, I pulled down my pants to check out the situation. And not only had I bled through my jeans in like a matter of 45 minutes, but I also dropped my phone in the toilet. <laughs> oh, no. The That's the worst a sad story. And after that, I carried 10 pads and tampons to school <laughs> every single day.
1: I, I, I did the most cliche thing you can do, which is, which I imagine you probably actually had to do in this situation too. I, I started in sixth grade. I, I also had the same experience. I was in class and thought, mm, uh-oh. Mm, <laughs> uh oh, something, something's not right. And I got to the bathroom, and sure enough, I'd started my period, and so I went to the teacher and said, "I gotta go home. (laughs) I need to go home now." And then I went and sat in the office and waited till mom came and got me and said, "Yeah, that was exactly it. I have to go home now because I started my period and I have no idea what to do. I mean, I did know. Like, it's not like it wasn't. Like, I was was aware this was gonna happen at some point. And uh, and then I went home and like I remember laying on the couch and like, oh. I'm hurting. I'm cramping. Oh, this is so rough.
0: Like, I was really relishing it. Like Yeah. Oh,
1: period. Like,
0: the first time mom brings you home, like, (laughs) a heating blanket or a heating pad, and you're like, oh, man, gotta bring up my heating pad. (laughs) Time for the period. The period has come. (laughs) I Man, see,
1: I remember dreading mine. Like, I was terrified. I feel like I had this thought in my mind that, okay, when that happens, life as I know it ends, I will have to... Learn how to live again. I just don't want to think about it until it happens. <laughs> like, and I actually got my first period on my on a road trip with some other family members to New York City. So, oh gosh, yeah. So I had and I, they were I mean they were family that were I was kind of close to, but not close enough to feel comfortable as a really awkward kid being like, hey, here's the deal. So I just just figured that out on my own for a couple days that you know this the sad old toilet paper trick but uh i i did also kind of take it as a weird sign like you know you're meant to this is a sign you to move to new york to be a woman (laughs) 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 it took it took took new york to make me come of age (laughs) (laughs) to help me mature you know in retrospect that's dumb but at the time it seemed (laughs) (laughs) it seemed true
0: It seems symbolic. Yes. You know, I remember in elementary school, we've talked about before how when we had our quote unquote sex education class, they would split the boys and girls up. Into mm-hmm. different classrooms and teaches different things. And the girls was always all about like, here's a small tampon and a small pad and a small stick of deodorant because someday you're going to have your period and <laughs> maybe you'll still have these things we gave you uh, in the future. <laughs> someday you're going to have your period and someday you're going to smell bad. So yep. you're, here's yep. a deodorant <laughs> and a tampon. Exactly, exactly the fact. <laughs> um, and I remember all the girls being like, "Wow, I can't wait! I'm gonna be such a I'm gonna be such a grown up one day. This is gonna be great! Oh my gosh, I'm so excited!" But then it was like we couldn't talk about it in front of the people who weren't in there that don't have periods because it was like they can't know it's our secret. <laughs> they can't know that this happens.
1: This is our secret time. They
0: can't know that we start smelling bad. And they can't know that we have periods.
1: Uh, i i still i think i've already talked about it we watched the similar like the tapes in fifth grade where they told you about how your body was going to change and um and then the gym teacher drew the picture of the two triangles this is a boy and this is a girl yeah the right side up triangle is how a girl is shaped and the upside down triangle is how a boy is shaped what this is (laughs) this is growing up but i remember looking at it going what I'm gonna what my head gets really pointy I don't what is this what are you talking about why am I shaped like what does that have to do with periods um I I do I do remember being I wasn't afraid of starting my period I was afraid of what you had to do for it for a while because I remember reading some of the like old Judy Bloom books and in them uh, there were descriptions of these belts, these sanitary belts that you would have to wear mm-hmm. to attach your pad to, like a belt with like a hook in the front and the back, and then your pad would like be attached old timey to Like the old-timey kind of things? Yes. And I didn't know... I mean, I'm reading these books at a time where I don't have any of this stuff yet, and so I'm thinking, we do what now? <laughs> I, I have, have to get, get a, a belt? <laughs> 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 I have to have equipment? like what because like, I, I, I had no idea that like by then nobody was doing that anymore we had like the pads with the sticky things on them or in the wings and stuff and so you don't have to do that but i mean and so i we i was asking mom about this mom remembers those days like that was a thing back growing up when she was growing up where you would wear a belt a sanitary whole belt like underneath your clothes attached to the pad <laughs> what 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 I mean, I, before sticky, <laughs> before sticky, <pads>? sticky stuff, <laughs> we didn't, we didn't know about sticky yet. I don't know. <laughs> I, d- I don't know how to describe adhesive. We didn't, we didn't know how to
0: do like an adhesive pad, I guess. Oh, we were worried we were just gonna have to super glue them into our underwear and have to throw out our underwear every about time underwear. we had to get rid of a pad. I don't understand
1: how this technology took so long. <laughs> Uh, uh yeah wow uh sorry people who have periods before i have periods that sucks for you <laughs> yeah it used to be like a whole equipment thing before somebody was like this there's a better way to do this you know <laughs> what do you think was it like a post-it that like inspired it first or so it was what, like what wait was a, a second
0: <laughs> wait a second I, hold on
1: i'm on to something i want to see the timeline between post-its and periods that stuck to your underwear because if that's <laughs> i would not be surprised if that's like a 30-year gap that's going to make me really angry but i bet it is <laughs> oh i have no doubt i have no doubt <laughs> like, perhaps this, I can mean, be- this is just for people <laughs> just for people who have periods we don't really care about them very much yeah. anyway yeah
0: I will say you talk about reading in the Judy Bloom books about what you have to do, and we've talked about this book before. What's what's it called? The American Girl Doll book that talks about growing up and all the changes I, your body will go through. This mm. was all you. You had this book. I forget what it's called, but I, cannot, I, I still
1: can't believe it. Riley informed us that our grandmother bought this for yeah, her. I for still sure. cannot believe that our grandmother bought a book about one hundred
0: percent. I think it's and because it, it was an American Girl Doll brand book, and that's always the kind of stuff they got me. And she was like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Maybe she didn't know. I don't think she read it. Oh. Um, but she 100% got it for me. Oh, sure. And I remember sitting up in my room with all my little friends. And we'd be looking through this book like, this is what's going to happen to us one day. This is kind of terrifying. I get to the section on periods. And it's showing you how to put a tampon in with a little drawing of an American Girl doll <laughs> putting a tampon in and I remember looking at that thinking that's terrifying where did it go oh my gosh I have to do this I don't want to do this Uh, Riley and her
1: friends are like they've got their American Girl doll like panties off like looking
0: like I don't see any this doesn't seem accurate there's no where does it go (laughs) it was like a five step picture I was like one second it's right there and then it's just I don't know what happened
1: (laughs) (laughs) As like a, an illustrator, whenever I see uncomfortable images, I'm like, man, someone out there, you took one for the team when you drew that. <laughs> like, <laughs> they told you what they wanted,
0: and you're like, are you really? Are you sure? You want know. an American girl doll putting a tampon in in five steps? <laughs> uh, yeah, I can do
1: that. You, I can do that. You I can. know that
0: American. <laughs> <laughs> you know that American
1: girl dolls don't have vaginas, right? <laughs> like they're not there they don't, right? I never had one. No, it's okay. like a, it's like a Kindle <laughs> no, they, situation no. down there. Okay. I assumed, I assumed. Yeah. Yeah. All the dolls now have uh molded plastic underwear underneath all their clothes, I've noticed. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's probably like mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah. I well, I mean that's not it's not like a terrible idea. <laughs> yeah. <It> did, uh, <laughs> As the as the mom who now, like, has the kid who is just now into, like, let's take off the doll's clothes for a minute, and I'm not sure what we're doing, but we take them off, and then we put them back on, and I don't know why we engaged in this activity. <laughs> um, I'm fine with the fact that they all have underwear on underneath. Yeah. I'm, I'm fine with that currently. Yeah, we'll probably avoid some awkward conversations. <laughs> with a let's just focus on... I know let's focus on Moana's sailing ability okay let's not look at her butt anymore please thank you (laughs) look at this cool boat and paddle she has oh look there's her chicken let's focus on these things um but I I I definitely remember like the pad was the thing that I was okay with starting with Mm. because uh American Girl Dollar No, like a tampon was way intimidating. Oh, yeah. Like, I
0: never used one uh, for the first two years. (laughs) I I didn't know, like, what
1: was the deal with them, and I remember uh, another family member of ours, without, like, calling people out, who showed me one of their tampons once, and it was one of the OB tampons. These don't have applicators. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And, which is fine like I would I would not have any issue with any of this now I'm I'm, let me clarify I I get it like I'm an adult it's fine now but for like a probably 15 year old girl showing me like the you know you just insert this yourself it was like I what now I do what hold up what hold on (laughs) I'm not familiar enough with anything that's happening to know what what I do with this or how I do it (laughs) yeah I don't I don't understand this process and I don't, you know what? You're my family member. I don't want you to walk me through it.
0: <laughs> I think the one thing that may maybe has uh, changed, I don't know, you all can tell me about your all's time, but at least since I was younger, like in elementary school and first learning about this kind of stuff and now is how comfortable people who have periods are talking about them people in front of people who don't have periods. Because I know when I was younger, before I even had mine, it was like, I can't talk about this in in front of people who I know don't have periods because this is like a top secret thing for all of us in this club. And they can't know because Mm -hmm. I bleed and like that's embarrassing. But now it's just like, I'll go to school and I'm on my period. And it's like, if someone asks me if I'm on my period because I'm grumpy or like hungry all the time or I'm feeling bloated or I'm feeling crampy, I don't care to be like, hey... Yeah, this is what's happening to me.
1: Now, to be fair, if you're if you're like a little moody and somebody asks you if you're on your period, oh, I don't mean like
0: I don't mean like that. I mean like I was
1: gonna say, do you have like school permission to just like deck them? Yeah, I
0: don't (laughs) mean like that. If that happened to me, I would deck someone. I mean like no,
1: we're not we're not advocating violence, but you probably flip them off. Yeah, yeah. Like
0: I tell a fellow (laughs) friend who has a period, like listen, I'm cramping real bad. I'm really moody, and they're like, are you on your period? I'm like yeah they're like here's some ibuprofen Hmm. that kind of thing
1: i don't I, i i i will say that that would be a big shift now because i talked about it with my very close friends and i didn't mind i guess to some extent Other people that I knew had periods, like, if I was in, like, a real desperate situation and had to be like, excuse me, do you have a tampon? Mm -hmm. People outside of my, like, very close friend circle, I probably could have asked. But, um, I mean, I still remember, like, well, I mean, he does to this day, like, if you say the word tampon or period in front of dad. He just gets up and leaves. He just walks out of the room. Yeah. It's like, nope, mm -mm, Mm -mm, nope, mm -mm. can't acknowledge these things exist.
0: (laughs) It's gotten to the point at our house where it's just, like if I if I need one I'm in the bathroom I don't have one and I know dad's there I just I don't care yelling out into the house like mom help you're <laughs> like what's going on I'm like I need a pad I need a tampon please I I can imagine dad just sitting there going uh 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 <laughs> how, how does he have a wife and three daughters and it's that's uh
1: anyway <laughs> got a lot of period well, having people in his house exactly but it is a big shift because like it's never been an issue with Justin hmm mm-hmm. he's he's like made emergency tampon runs for me since i mean before we were married certainly with with zero not not only with like zero complaint but like with no like weirdness like i remember having to walk him through like what things meant after the first time he brought me back something and i was like what is this brand what is this size what is this what what are i don't i'm not familiar what have with you done? this And, and like, having to be like, let me show you. And, like, taking a picture of, like, these are the tampons I prefer. This is what the S means. (laughs) This is what the R (laughs) R means. I I do remember. super irregular for anybody who doesn't know. And, and I mean, once he got the, then he knows that he doesn't care. I mean, if he's embarrassed, he has never in any way indicated that it bothers him in the slightest to be buying tampons. Yeah. Hmm.
0: I do remember uh, shortly after I just started, I wasn't able to drive yet. And I was at home and I just ran out of t- pads and I forgot I was supposed to start. So I was like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm starting my period. This is very bad. I don't have any pads and I'm at home. I'm just going to use... Uh, toilet paper and mom was at home and she wasn't going to be home for a while so I had to very awkwardly call mom and have her fill dad in on the situation and have dad just kind of come in my room like alright I'll, I'll drive you to the Dollar General I'll give you the money you can get out of the car and go get it and then I'll drive you home <laughs> like it was like a secret deal I'm gonna wear this hat and these sunglasses and <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna sit in the car with my head down call me by a
1: code name <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Which like, you know, I I don't know. I mean everybody everybody has a right to once you have all the information, be as private as you want to be about whatever. Yeah. And you know, Dad was always very private about all that you know, but stuff. Which, to be fair, like I am too. <laughs> All that butt stuff. You you you're like that. Tay, you you're like that to some extent. I, I used to be like that. Definitely when I was Riley's age. Like I, I actually think yeah. like in retrospect, I think I hid my first like three periods before I finally went to mom. Was like, ah, oh, this is gonna keep happening. <laughs> <laughs> <I>
0: thought, <laughs> this I is a regular could, occurrence.
1: I thought I could will it away <laughs> then if I just hated what it enough. What was the we'll long term plan? <laughs> no, just no plan. Just
0: like. Yes, no,
1: okay. this, maybe this, <laughs> oh,
0: again, oh, you got me again, period. <laughs> maybe like after the third time, you're like, all right, this is it. This was a, like a quarterly thing. This isn't going to happen again. This is just a once in a lifetime thing. And it happened again. You're like, oh, man, yeah. I think it's just going to keep coming back.
1: And you know what is a pain, though, is I will say as somebody who suffers from the pre-existing condition of irregular periods, Uh, that (laughs) you since yeah since uh, you never know when they're coming yeah um, (laughs) never know what's gonna happen you never know what's gonna happen and it does it does that like that's supposed to be like a classic like coming of age growing up experience that moment where you're like oh no and like you gotta leave school or whatever yeah (laughs) but in the adult world that really sucks when you're working and it's like Oh, oh oh no, no. <laughs> oh i can't leave work like i have i have stuff to do and so i have to just sort of like figure out the situation and make it through the day and it's just like this sucks like i i am too old to be dealing with this yeah uh, I, well I, ha- I have to hope that you're the hospital you work at there's some access to tampons <laughs> but i don't know maybe there's not <laughs> um no there are I found them one time. Once? One time oh, wow. I did. I, I have looked, yeah, I have looked multiple and I, I, they do exist. Um, if on, <laughs> on the mother baby unit for like postpartum, they have like the giant pads, like the huge giant <laughs> like diaper like pads. So I guess like if you're really in an emergency, those will work. But there are tampons somewhere in the ER, but they hide them well. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think they're it's in their our a office. secret yeah. man I mean, like I've like I've grown, I've matured. I'm like a real adult. I keep a box in my desk at work just in case. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I will say that's both the best and worst thing is when you're irregular and sometimes it's like, wow, I just went three months and didn't have a period. This is great. I forgot what it feels like, but then when it finally happens and you're like, oh, this is right. That's right. I <laughs> forgot about you. Hi, friend. (laughs) Come make me hurt for a week. That's great. So is it still like... Now,
1: I I didn't know uh, on... I I hate to mention my other podcast again because you're going to give me more flack for it. (sighs) Apparently, I won't talk about that. Apparently, (laughs) there is uh, another option to pads and tampons that we're not discussing, and that's the menstrual cup.
0: Uh, Okay, yes. I've heard about this because... A YouTuber I watched tried it and talked about it. What? Yeah, a YouTuber I watched. Oh, okay. that I've talked about before. Talked about it and was like, "Listen, I tried this out because one of my friends told me about it. Apparently, they really like it." And she was like, "Personally, kind of weirds me out." And I was, I was looking. She was like holding it up. I was like, "I don't know how I feel about this."
1: I I looked into it after I I didn't know about him and I talked about him on the other show and then i had a lot of people like how do you unnamed know show? about this so i started reading about it and i mean they're they're really sanitary in the sense that you're not using up you know a ton of like like you do with pads and tampons generally yeah. speaking a ton of products that you're going to throw away and yeah. send down to the environment so they're a lot more they're a lot more environmentally friendly they're very sanitary you just like they collect the blood and you dump it out Mm -hmm. You can wear them for a while. They're good. I I saw them like, I saw several like people kind of pushing them for like, if you're going to go like hiking or if you're a real active person, if you're real busy, this is a really great option for you, Mm -hmm. which I can see the advantage as somebody who like in my adult life has periodically, especially working through different times in my life, working 30 hour shifts, Mm. I've had to stop and go, what time did I put in that tampon? Oh no. Oh no. (laughs) (laughs) Like. I could see the beauty of something like a menstrual cup, so I get it.
0: The only thing I I have with it is I'm not against blood, but large amounts of blood. Uh, Seeing them just kind of makes me, like, a little sick. Uh, So I I can only imagine, like, seeing blood in a pad or on a tampon is one thing because it's in there and it's not, like, going to get on you. But can you imagine (laughs) your menstrual cup full of blood and you have an accident? I wish well, <laughs> like, up spill it everywhere? All over I you. I don't yeah. think it's like that big. Like I think. Well, I know it's not that small. big, but like still <laughs> like, it's like it's a it's a solid <laughs> amount of blood instead of soaked into some sort of paper or cotton. But Riley attempts to
1: use a menstrual <laughs> cup and comes out of the bathroom <laughs> looking like Carrie. It's just a scene from the, the elevators in the shining opening, just whoosh <laughs> <laughs> spill <Riley>. it. <laughs> How did that happen?
0: I spilled it. I knew it was gonna happen, and you all made fun of me. I said it on the podcast. I said it on the podcast. What <laughs> <wouldn't laughs> happen. Put this on the internet so people will believe me.
1: I, dude, a couple tablespoons to a half cup. Like I don't. I don't think that there's enough there to create a to create a tragedy.
0: <laughs> yeah, but like I get I get sick even looking at when they draw my blood, and it's just a little tube of it. Yeah. Soaked up blood in a cotton pad is very different than three dimensional blood.
1: Uh, I don't know. See, I don't have the aversion to blood. It's just generally annoying to me. I mean, you're a doctor.
0: Yeah. Well, (laughs) there you
1: go. Well, it also seems like the the cup would be a great economic option. I mean, I I read Mm -hmm. somewhere that women spend, or well, people that have periods have like $18,000 in their lifetime devoted to just stuff to support their period. That's a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah. That is a lot of money. And,
0: you know... I don't know. Because we have that luxury tax on our luxury items. Exactly. <laughs> luxurious so such a luxury tampons. <laughs> in what world Pell. is it a
1: luxury to have a period?
0: <laughs> I'm living such a luxurious life. I have to buy all of these tampons.
1: <laughs> when I luxuriously bleed from my vagina. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, this is the thing I like to do on my vacation. <laughs> <in the> hills. <laughs> I take a vacation on my period so I can have a luxurious trip.
1: Oh, uh, you're one of those one-percenters <laughs> with your periods. Are you, are, you, are you telling me the Tampax Pearl isn't made with actual pearls? Because I've been cheated. <laughs> uh, I, it is ridiculous how much they cost, and especially, I mean, considering, like, you have to go through... The amount you have mm-hmm. to go through—it's mm-hmm. not like it's not like you're choosing that. It's not like you're like, well, I like to put a fresh one in every ten minutes.
0: Yeah, like no, <laughs> that's not how that works. No, yeah. The thing that I wish uh, would be established is uh, free t- pads and tampons in most all bathrooms everywhere. <laughs> Just because, be like, nice, going into the school it? bathroom and like you're in a sticky situation, mm-hmm. and you need something, and you don't have it with you in your backpack, and there's no one in there you can ask. Can you imagine just be able to get a little, like a little dispenser mm-hmm. and just get a free powder tampon out? But no, you have to either find a teacher that you feel comfortable enough asking that also will have one and also won't freak out if you ask them or you have to go to the school nurse which like i've never even been in the school nurse's office i don't even think i know where it is but can i imagine walking in and looking at this person i've never met before and saying hey i need a tampon please that's just so inefficient too it is to send
1: kids to the school nurse to ask for a tampon you're not sick
0: yeah, I do have a few teachers that in the past have said they have them with them in case you need them. But I, being the person I am, I don't know if I'd ever be comfortable enough around literally anyone that I'm not blood related to, to say, "Hey, can you loan me a tampon?"
1: Which, which is the, like at the core of that issue, it's still if you step back and say, like, why should we have to be so embarrassed about it? Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. I mean, I I feel lucky to work at a a workplace that um, the owners are always fine with us like as management expensing like tampons and pads and and Tylenol and just it's always there it's always available you don't have to ask for it just grab it like I feel like that's just just as much as we have a first aid kit it's like this is just stuff that you have to have a happy healthy staff like I know that's, that's not everywhere but it, mm-hmm. it should be yeah. yeah no I think you're right and I, I don't think it's that I don't know maybe because there is the the taboo cuz i don't it's that's not provided easily at my workplace but i also feel like if i brought it up i don't think i would meet with a lot of resistance like i don't think i don't think my boss would be like never we'll never provide that <laughs> how dare you ask such a thing i just think if i brought it up like in a general like staff meeting everybody would be like is she really talking about periods in front of everybody? <laughs> like, did she really just say period? Oh my God, now she's talking about tampons. In front of, in a room full of doctors? In front of every, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, there'd have to be probably everybody. Like yeah. the staff and everybody. But yeah, yeah, like I think everybody would be like, is, is that really, even yeah. though we're all very clinical about it, I, I think I could probably make it happen, but I, there is still that. I mean, when I go from my office to the bathroom to change my tampon, I stick my
0: tampon up my sleeve. I do too, I do that trick. <sighs> going to the bathroom at school. Um, I don't know why I get so uncomfortable about it or why I feel like most people that have periods get uncomfortable about it. At least people I know I I I for me it's just because there's something going on with my body that I have no control over. And it's like, I'm sorry for this experience we're all I have we're all having to deal with right now. It's mostly just me, but also I'm having to ask you to provide me with substances to assist in, in cleaning it up. <laughs> but
1: Okay, I don't want to draw this comparison, but I'm going to. Your boss provides you with toilet paper, and you don't feel like it's a special favor they're doing you.
0: I guess because that's something that everyone does. As opposed to something that, like,
1: 50-some percent of the population does? (laughs) Yeah. Some of us refuse to... Do certain functions at work, and so maybe we would use markedly less toilet paper than the average person at work. (laughs) But that doesn't mean, like, I'm not protesting. Like, I'm not there
0: saying, like, protesting toilet paper. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want anyone to have a clean butt. No, (laughs) you deal with that for that at work. (laughs) Uh, you deal with that on your own. You know what? I I don't. I don't,
1: I don't want to make it too serious here, but, uh, you know, we're talking about our relationships with their periods, um, and I, I've talked openly on the podcast before about the fact that I had, a, I had an eating disorder for most of my college career, and I didn't have periods for like four years, and I was always really squicky and squeamish and embarrassed by any sort of bodily function be- before that, but when I finally started having them again, it was a sign that my body was working and that I was treating my body well and so for me now it's like i'm not embarrassed at all about it because my body's working it's functioning it's doing its job on a regular basis like you know Mm -hmm. i i it's i understand it's a weird cultural squickiness we have but i think that you know it's it's unfortunate because it's 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 your body taking care of itself and doing what's supernatural yeah no i I know what you mean as you know as someone who um has always had very regular periods and as a result struggled to, to get pregnant when I have regular cycles, it's always, it's like a celebration (laughs) because I feel, I mean, it really is because I feel like things are working. So if I decide that we want to try to get pregnant again, if I'm working a little more regularly, (laughs) things are easier. And like, that's a, Mm -hmm. that's, it's like a victory. Like, Oh, Okay. Things are kind of on track. I can predict this. I can time things like that. that it's, it's exciting for me. I don't, I don't know. I don't feel embarrassed about it. I find it inconvenient.
0: I think yeah. the embarrassment <laughs> yeah. might mostly come when you're a teenager or when it's first happening to you just because like you're unsure of yourself already because you're a teenager. And when you're a teenager, pretty much like you're insecure about everything and you don't feel confident about most things in your life. So it's like this is happening to you and you don't really know what's going on. You don't really know when it's going to happen if you're like me and you don't just comes out of nowhere and sometimes it goes away for a few months. But um, I mean, I think it's just the mixture of being insecure already. And then it's like this is happening. Do you really know how to control it? And it's not happening to anyone else that you know of because no one's talking about it just kind of like mm-hmm. I'm having this thing go on but also it could affect people around me because who knows maybe if I stand up I know I have uh underwear on and a tampon in and jeans on but maybe I stand up and I'm gonna leave blood in my chair and that's one of my biggest mm-hmm. fears ever <laughs> I have had several occasions where I've been at school wearing a tampon a pad and underwear and pants and still every time I stand up I'm worried that I'm gonna leave blood in my chair All Right. Because I, that's I think terrifying. That's
1: a, I think that's a universal fear. I, I, I think we've all had that nightmare, that moment in class where you're wondering what's going to happen when you stand up or
0: I used to read those teen magazine articles <laughs> before I got my period oh, no. about, about bad things that happened to uh, other teens and teen celebrities. And there was one that has stayed with me to this day about a girl who was in a car with a boy on a date and she was sitting in his car and it had white seats and she had just started period, and she didn't know, and she got up to leave, and she left blood in his seat.
1: See, that stuff, that those stories in teen magazines used to scare the crap out of me, because they would end either, like, with you bleeding somewhere, or, like... Throwing
0: up somewhere. Throwing or, up somewhere, or, yeah. like...
1: And then I didn't know, during the entire day I had a tampon in my hair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And it's like, how did that even happen? But what? what? Why, did, why was it there? gotta um, read the story to find did, out i meant to ask did you all see the new thing that came out for periods that the there was like a chiropractor uh i forget where he was from who had, who invented it was like glue what what it was uh, like, uh i don't like continue labial like a uh. labial glue stick
0: okay well this sounds um many things and all <laughs> of the adjectives i'm thinking of are unpleasant
1: those are you the worst kind of words you ever strung together. Labial glue? Stick. <laughs> <laughs> no. What are we talking about? You were, this is not a doctor. Yeah, it was. It was a chiropractor, and mm. his thought was like, if you just—it was like a supposedly—I don't—I don't know what was actually in it, but it was some sort of adhesive, non-toxic, safe, and you just put it on there, and it holds the labia together, holds everything outside together, sealed so that the blood will just collect inside, and then it is, the way that the glue is dissolved is with um, liquid, and so all you have to do is pee, and if you pee, it will make the glue go away, and then you will deposit everything into the toilet as you pee, and then you just reapply your glue stick and... Move on with your day.
0: I don't know how I feel about this. It didn't go over well.
1: I can't imagine. It it didn't go over well. There were so many complaints. There were um, why does this, why does this guy (laughs) think he knows anything (laughs) about periods? Was a big one. Um, What was he hoping was going to come from that? First step, glue your lady parts closed. What? You've got to read to read to like his rationale about it was like because he got all these complaints and he kind of went off on everybody on the Internet and said, listen, yeah, I came up with it and I'm a man and no, I don't have periods. But here's the thing. Nobody else could come up with it, especially not all you ladies who have periods. You couldn't come up with it because you can't be creative when you're on your period. You lose all of your creative energy and your ability to focus uh, or think straight because you have these periods that keep messing with your heads, and if you would, you know, just solve this period problem with my v- vaginal lipstick, then <laughs> then you would all be more creative and smarter, and then you could have solved this problem too. <laughs> you, you know, like, I have
0: several issues with this statement. Um, this was this uh, this guy. These I think the reason no one else that. ever came up with that is because you. Put that phrase in front of someone and they go, No, no. No, what? Never.
1: So I wow. I, I would almost say, like, maybe this person's just misguided. This they thought they were doing something good. Clearly, nobody that actually, you know, would experience that would want that. But no, that just you you make a statement like that, like, oh <laughs> you, you never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well that that so, I was reading like weird old period lore and one thing that apparently was used for why women shouldn't be admitted to college or, or period having people uh, was because the worry was if your blood was going to your brain to make you think, then possibly, possibly your uterus would atrophy. <laughs> so, <laughs> what? so we don't want you thinking, we want you bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> Mad world! What? They uh, they used to think that uh, that menstruating people were very powerful, and that during your menstrual cycle, if you walked out into a hailstorm, you could stop it.
0: That's I- inaccurate. <laughs> have you I- tested it? How can I ask this though? <laughs> have you tried? <laughs> I have been on my period uh, at the same time as a hailstorm. It did not stop it.
1: But did you try, like, I don't know. I don't know the specifics. I didn't, like, like I don't walk out into the middle of the, the hailstorm and go, cease. Stop. I order you by virtue of my menstrual cycle.
0: My uterus orders you to <laughs> cease your fire from the heavens above. <laughs> I'm going to start phrasing all of my demands
1: to my staff that way. My uterus orders you to clean those court containers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Next time I'm feeling extra bad on my period and I'm like sitting in bed with my my heating blanket on, eating snacks, I'd be like, Mother, my uterus orders you to bring me a pizza. <laughs> I swear by the
1: loss of my endometrial lining, if you do not bring me a diet sun kissed immediately, there will be a hailstorm. <laughs> there will be a hailstorm. <laughs> How's up? <laughs> <laughs> <Ooh>. uh. <laughs> well, I'm going to try to stop the next hailstorm that I'm on my period. That's all I know.
0: I, only if you say that loud enough for all your neighbors to hear <laughs> and walk out in the middle of it, just getting pelted, going, wait, ow, no, wait, stop, ow, wait.
1: They, they already think we're weird. Charlie was sitting out front today trying to whistle for a deer to come to her. But she can't whistle, so she was just going, ooh, as loud as she possibly could over and over while I was going, honey, that's good. No, please. Okay, we're good. It's not, I don't think it's, I, it ran away. It's scared. <laughs> it, it was scared
0: now. <laughs> you got I, rid of it, is what you did. That's what we did. I can yell about periods. It's fine. <laughs> well, this has been very enlightening on my powers as a period having person. Mm, yeah.
1: Um,. Does anybody have any other terrible period stories to share? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's terrible. I, for me, I think it's it's a mark of courage that I, I earned from this, but uh, uh, and I, I was hesitant to tell this story, but I, I'll just dive right in. Um, uh, so last spring when I was coming back, uh, from a 13 hour flight from Taiwan, uh, I had just started my period and, um, i had put in a tampon before the flight, but you know, then you get on the plane, there's a little while, like loading takes a while. Uh, anyway, like, got to my seat, I was the third in by the window, so I had two people next to me, and these two people happened to have a lap child. Uh, I just want to go ahead and preface this by saying that traveling a 13 hour flight with a small child, I am sure is very taxing for parents, I commiserate with these people, I, I will not drag them but this child was very... V- Thank you. I, I appreciate <laughs> that as someone who flies with a child frequently. No, yeah. Like, and I, you know, like, I'm in no way like, a child. Like, I love kids. Like, this child was very fussy. was, like, not having it. Like, it was... And, and these parents were doing everything they could to, to try to get this child to calm down. But finally, I just put in my headphones and, like, went off to sleep. When I woke up, it was, like, seven, eight hours into the flight. And I realized, like, uh-oh, I've had this guy in for, like, nine, ten hours. I got to do something about it. So I, like... Tapped the dad on the shoulder (laughs) and he looked up, looked at me, just kind of shook his head, put his head back down. Just like, nope, because the child was finally asleep. Like, "Uh." (laughs) and this this brings together two of my greatest fears. Like on one end, it's like social awkwardness. Like I never want to inconvenience anybody. Also, irrational fear yeah. of bacterial infection and dying horribly. Like, ah, uh, <laughs> what's gonna win out? <laughs> like, it's like, like the 1% of me that's super evil is like, I could wake the kid and that'll solve the problem. Like, No, no, can't do that. <laughs> so so it's, I thought, I was like, well, wait, I have hand sanitizer, I have tissues, and I have tampons in my bag. And I got one of those nice, big, you know, airplane blankets covering me. <laughs> oh, man. Can I, can I tamp on MacGyver this? Can I? Can I? <laughs> so, oh, no. <laughs> so, and you did. So, so first I pretended to be asleep for a solid 10 minutes to throw anybody off my tracks that might think I'm doing something. I don't know why. It just seemed like <laughs> the right thing to do. And then, like... We're moving at like one twentieth the regular human speed, I proceeded to change my tampon underneath the blanket, like just like stopping every now and then. <laughs> so if anybody had seen mysterious hand movements, they wouldn't pick up <laughs> what I was doing like this was a whole ordeal and like you know like wrapped up the offending object and put it in the bottom of like my bag but then my next worry was like oh no i'm about to go through american customs and america's terrified of periods and now i have this biological weapon on me like what's gonna happen i've got to throw it away before i (laughs) get off the plane but (laughs) i do belong to the like most awkward sad mile high club ever (laughs) That's amazing. I'm I'll, actually really proud of you. I am too. I, I, to I, I just like I, I. I don't know that I could pull that off. <laughs> I just like it when when it comes to the face off between my extreme social anxiety and my irrational fear of bacterial infection, they both win all the time forever. <laughs> <laughs> I I have to say I applaud you for that because <laughs> I mean. On both ends, you did the right thing. You changed your tampon, which was necessary, and you didn't wake that kid up. And as a parent, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. It was one of the. If I had been that that parent in the seat next to you and I had like known that that was happening, I probably would have just let it slide like, they're doing me such a <laughs> solid right now. I'm just going to pretend like I don't know it's happening because. No, you, you can't be t- caught doing that and ever join humanity again. So those were dangerous odds. <laughs> Try you know what? Hey, this is where I tell you to try menstrual cups. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Now now that see, that would have been a good thing. But now, you know, it's like I could never tell anybody or I could tell the world. <laughs> That's okay. We've we've ended the stigma now, so anyone who has periods, you don't have to feel awkward about it anymore. Cuz we've declared Cause that it, there's we've nothing We've
0: declared there's no embarrassment yeah. factor
1: to periods. Well, it's normal. It's just, you know, it's what happens when like See, okay, you release an egg. All right. This,
0: everybody, we don't need this right now. So it has been said by the uh, power of our uteruses, so it shall be done. <laughs> so mote it be. There is no stigma to the period. No,
1: it is fine now. You can talk to everybody about it, and if anybody looks awkward, say, what's your problem? It's 2017. Yeah, man. Get with it. It should be like a birthday. People yeah. should bring you cake when you have your period balloons that's right yeah because that's what all i wanted on my period live in the now <laughs> yolo uh well thank you sisters thank you both for being open with your period stories You're welcome. <laughs> taylor your tale of of period yeah. bravery <laughs> i think you can never top that <laughs> no that's the best period story ever pick <laughs> uh, that win. teen magazine <laughs> <laughs> you win periods you win periods <laughs> that's a james bond stuff i'm proud i'm not even embarrassed yeah no I think you should be um, thank you uh, everybody who listens to our show uh, if you have any ideas for topics or questions or comments you can email us at stillbuffering at maximum dot org uh, you can tweet at us at still buff you can join our Facebook group still buffering on Facebook it is what, over 8000 strong yeah it's so crazy a lot of a, a great community there if you're not a member you should join um and you should check out MaximumFun.org for a lot of other amazing podcasts on our network. And thank you to the novellas for our theme song, Baby, Change Your Mind.
0: This has been Still Buffering, A Sister's Guide to Teens Through the Ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. I am a teenager. And, and I
1: was, was <laughs> two. was two. <laughs>
0: I declare it with my uterus. (laughs) Periods might sync up, but our vocals never will. From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives
1: of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed and go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Oh No Ross and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims, we investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated... Scientology. Shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Oh No Ross and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture.